Hello everybody and welcome to the very first episode of Thunder and Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master, or actually Thunder Master in this case, uh, Lucas. And here with me are my players. We'll go with you first. Yes, so I'm Christian. Uh, some of you may know me as one of the co-hosts of the Thundercast. That is correct. Uh, I have a little bit of experience with D&D. Lucas and I, the first time we ever played D&D was together. That's right. Uh, we played first edition and had no idea what we were doing. Yeah, it was dreadful. <laughs> Absolutely dreadful. Uh, and then uh, I've Lucas and I also played Starfinder for a little while. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And aside from that, I've played some one-off stuff here and there. So my uh, my experience is minimal and my knowledge is minimal, but I'm a fast learner. Right on. And um, I'm Liam. You may also recognize me from a thunder thundercast. I don't know. I don't what thundercast. Are you on the show? Are you on the thundercast? Yeah, yeah I, I think he might be. Show. Oh right. Yeah, he's yeah, the guy know. we sit on. We sit on his lap. Oh right, yeah. that's you. Lucas is yeah. also on the thundercast. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm the guy who gets the stiffies pretty regularly yeah, when that right. happens. I, I just, I just never look at your face. I'm always looking down. Yeah, we actually put a bag on his head. Yeah, it's a shame because you guys miss out on my rugged good looks, yeah. just like honestly, our audience. Honestly, it's glaring. Yeah, it's blinding. That's why I stopped looking. Yeah, it's blinding. Yeah, guidingly. But um, my experience with D&D is about Jack and shit, but Jack left town. <laughs> no. um, so just shit. Yeah, I always, uh, I growing up, I always wanted to play D&D. It was just more so that, like, I didn't know anybody who knew how to play it or how, or really how it worked. Um, the only people who I did know that actually knew D&D were uh, my cousin and my aunt, but they lived all the way out in BC. Mm. So uh, it's something I always wanted to play, and I'm really, really excited to actually begin to it finally. Right on. Cool. Uh, I'm Daniel um oh, we're doing last names eh? oh i didn't know if we were doing last names or not nah. i can i can, I can beep it out me. if you want yeah maybe yeah. <laughs> it'll be the mysterious like every time i say it's like yeah. <laughs> everyone thinks you're saying some racial slang <laughs> i hope yeah, not I, i've had the unfortunate gift of having the last name of yeah <laughs> <laughs> so all throughout it yeah i'm perfect. always gonna introduce it be like and if you guys say just goes beep yeah <laughs> stop being a Right wow okay. <laughs> we've had a lot of censorship already on this episode. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. you just made a lot of work for me <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> um i started playing a bit of like um 3.5 edition uh like how long was it ago now like four years ago and then i like left for china um then when i came back i played a bit of star wars D. &D. then i played some Dungeon World. age of resistance is that what it's called I don't, it was like a homebrew, oh, like yeah. oh, following okay. the right lines on. of it, though. Um, yeah, we only played a couple sessions. And then now I'm working for a company. I don't know if I can say its name because I might make a yeah, butt of myself. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> I'll beat that out, too. <laughs> but yeah, I run a program where um work with people, teaching them employable ability skills through D&D &D programming. Nice. Right on. Awesome. Uh, my experience with D&D, &D, I've been playing pretty consistently for the past four or five years, something like that. And most of my experience is with D&D &D 5th Edition, which is what we are playing. Uh, I've played other games too, like Starfinder. But mostly D&D, &D, and uh, for this game, we are going to be using uh, a little bit of homebrew. Um, everybody here, uh, once we get into the meat of the game, is going to be playing two classes. Uh, it's called the, the Gestalt or Gestalt or however you want to say it rules. I'm also using some rules uh, called, I believe, Last Stand. I've, ref I've reflavored them for these for this campaign. But essentially, the idea is instead of just uh, going down and um, failing your death saves and pathetically bleeding out, you're going to get a cool ability yeah. that will ha that will trigger if you die, sort of thing. And but keep in mind, if you use it, uh, that is the one time you can use it, and you will be gone afterwards. There's no resurrection, none, unless it's with the ninth level spell which uh, there are very few beings in this world that can do that. 
Uh, but anyway, great. Um, moving on. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you use your uh, last stand, it's going to be a super powerful ability that you use once. Uh, in this world, it's called the soul burn because you have to burn up your soul to do it. Um, that is uh, going to be your very last stand, and unless you can get someone to cast Wish or True Resurrection, you are gone. I'd like to dead. use it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christian, you can leave. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. There we go. All right. And uh, this first episode, uh, what we are going to be doing is we're going to be going over everybody's uh, ascension, because essentially we are going to be playing gods. Uh, not in the traditional Western sense, but more in a mythological sense, specific, specifically inspired by Norse and Greek myths, uh, where they're just super powerful beings, supernatural beings. It's odd because Liam already kind of looks like Jesus. So it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Well, 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 that's why we went with uh, the gods, so Liam could actually play something he could relate to. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Liam is a firm believer of of, in, of religion. <laughs> I am an all-out god. I believe right. in myself. Perfect. I'm going to roll a die. And that will determine who is going to ascend first, essentially. We'll go over your ascension story. Cool. Some walls in here, eh? So, <laughs> it's gonna love, I get a lot of page turning. Yep. <laughs> if you're at home and you're listening to this, like, I don't know, maybe put on a, put on a, a kettle. Yeah. Make, make some tea in this time. <laughs> so good, this is a good time to, you know, make some uh, Earl Grey, some, uh, some Fruity Loops. Moondwar. Oh. You are stalking through the woods. Uh, give us a quick description of what you look like. So Moondor um, is fairly pale, has a, like a tight like tinge of purple to his skin with like long kind of black hair, kind of a full beard. Um, An elf with a beard, interesting. Yeah, yeah, he still has a bit of a beard. Is that uncommon? Uh, technically speaking, elves can't grow facial hair, but you know, <laughs> this one can. There you go. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, the average kind of like jolly hippie running through the woods. But it's also like a mercenary. <laughs> but he's like just not socially aware of things, so he's just like very jolly, and he'll see a big bear and be like, "Hello, bear brother, how are you?" And be like, you're one of those guys from Nam. Like, yeah. hey, you're just on acid tripping through Vietnam right now. Perfect. A bit. So yeah, that's how I kind of look. Have like I was thinking a beard, but maybe yeah. that'll fall off. Yeah, right on. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you have been tracking game uh, in the woods for the last hour. Uh, but without much luck. But uh, finally, at long last, you do find some uh, rabbit tracks. So please, for me, roll a survival check. Uh, 15 all day. Total of 15. Nice. Right on. That is a success. So as you're stalking through the woods, um, um, you're following the tracks. And uh, off in the woods, you see a little bit, bit of movement. You see little ears popping up above the uh, little bush. And it's taken a moment to kind of sit and sniff the air. It's not moving. What do you do? And I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. Basically, your job. You're you're a ranger for this Drew Grove, right? So yeah. your job is to bring back food. Bring back some food. I'm actually gonna go speak animal with it. Are you gonna cast speak with animals? Yes. Okay, right on. Do you want me to read out the card? Oh uh, yeah, sure. Go for it. You gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration ten minutes. The knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited by their intelligence, but at minimum, beasts can give you information about nearby locations and monsters, including whatever they can perceive or have perceived within past days. You might be able to persuade a beast to perform a small favor for you at the DM's discretion. Right on. Cool. So what do you say to the... To the bunny? Yeah, to the bunny. So I go, hello there, furry friend. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mean to startle you there, buddy. You did! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm very scared! <laughs> I'm sure, but 
Don't worry, you're, you're a bit of a small fry for me to hurt right now. I got a, I got a village to feed. Oh, I don't want to be eaten. No, I don't want to eat you too. Rabbit's a little too lean. I don't know what that means, but okay. That's okay. Um, I was wondering if you've seen any bigger creatures out here. A rabbit won't feed a village, per se, and, you know, if there's any monsters causing you problems, I could help you out, little bunny. Oh, you know, just, you know, hawks. Hawks. And big birds and big furry things. I could go for a big bird. Big old turkey. They're in the sky! Well, anyone have you seen nearby? If you look up, sometimes you see them. <laughs> well, have you run away from any recently? I don't remember! <laughs> Do you have any other friends? No! The hawk carried him away! <laughs> Which direction did the hawk carry them away? In? Up! <laughs> Alright. Rabbits don't have a high intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit, do you smell anything nearby? Aside from me? Oh, uh... I smell lots of things! <laughs> any big animals? <gasps> I smell another one of you! And you hear footsteps kind of coming through the woods, and the rabbit bounds off. And you look around, and there's a, another a younger elf who you recognize as uh, one of um, kind of the up-and-coming rangers. Not like he's not quite a full ranger yet, but uh, he has been training for a while, and he's like he's getting there, sort of thing. Uh, he kind of breaks through the trees. He's not being very stealth stealthy, uh, and he says, "Mundwar, Mundwar, uh, the elder, uh, he needs you." He oh. called. He called a meeting at the grove. All right, well, we'll head there right away. All right, let's go, come on. Turns around and sprints off. So you head back to the old Druid's Grove. Uh, it's basically a small piece of the forest that was left untouched until more or less recently. Uh, there's a uh, there's a few newly built farms in the area, uh, on, kind of on the outskirts of the grove and through a small market, and you walk through a small marketplace where there's a bunch of folks selling their wares, and you head to uh, the Elder's Hut. The Elder is uh, very, very old. Uh, wood elf, probably uh, six, seven hundred years old. Name is uh, Ilthar. Um, it's a twenty by twenty dome made up of made up of stone with moss growing on the outside. Uh, there's a small hole in the center of the roof that allows smoke to exit. Uh, and when you enter, you see Ilthar sitting across sitting across the entrance. There's a fire, like a little campfire in between you, and on either side of the entrance are several other of the apprentice rangers, your uh, your peers. Uh, Ilthar looks up to. Mundvar, thank you. Uh, please take a seat. Oh, thank you. I shall. The old stump. Yeah, just insult the elders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're cool. Idea. We're cool. I'm, I'm not, not socially aware. I've been, yeah. I've been in the woods so long, I talk with them all like yeah. in animal terms. So <laughs> He's cool with it. We understand. It's a respectful term among druids to be called a stump. Yeah, or so you think. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of looks at everyone else, everyone else in the room. No, it's, it's really not. Don't listen to anything Mundvar says. He's an effective <laughs> ranger. He's not... But anyway, moving on. Uh, I've called you all here because there is a problem. There's a very big problem. Something is loose in the woods. Something that uh, is upsetting the balance of the forest. Uh, and I need all of you to take it down. I need you to find it. I need you to kill it. I don't think there's any uh, reasoning with this thing. I'm not entirely sure what it is, but I sense it, and it is not of this world. It is from another plane. I need you all to find it and kill it. And I have been speaking with the moon goddess, Sindari. And she has said that the one who kills this beast will be provided a favor. What kind of favor are we talking about? Like, that I don't know. More she trees. Just, she just... What? 
More trees. We have a lot of trees. We have you could always trees. use more trees. No. I mean, yes, but no. But also, no. Yes? I don't know. No. Whatever, Mundor. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's his way of telling me he loves me. He says yeah. it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a father-son relationship, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, um... It, go. You Find the beast. Kill it. Go! Alright, alright, alright. Guys, let's go. Group up together. Uh, one one elf uh, kind of stands and kind of pushes past you. This is uh, an, an elf named Virik, who uh, has never been very friendly towards you. He's always kind of uh, kind of arrogant, kind of pretentious, kind of like uh, always thought he was better than you, sort of thing. I don't know. It's, you decide how you react to that, but uh, essentially he pushes past you and he's like, "I'm gonna get that favor. Fuck you. Go. You might as well go home. I got this handled." All right, little sapling, you sit back down there, and you can watch me plug a seed right between its eyes, and then we'll see who's talking. Sure, whatever. Anyway, he runs off into the woods. What do you do? All right, well, I also go into the woods. Um, I think I may transform. Uh, you uh, you don't not. have your druid powers yet. Oh, not yet. Okay, never you're mind. Just, well, you before, before you send, you're just your one class. So I'm just, just a ranger. You're just a ranger right now. All right, then, never... Never let F mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'll go into the woods. Um, I think I have a tracking ability. Okay. You, if you want to you, if you want to track mundanely, uh, you can cast... Um, or no, you, you can just roll survival. Just roll survival. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to first try to track it. Okay. Four plus four is eight. All right. Eight. So, uh, yeah. So you're you you see some you you catch sight of some odd footprints and you're following them and everyone else has gone in different directions you don't see anyone else around you um, and then eventually uh, you hear in a direction you're heading it like one way and in another way you hear screaming uh... <laughs> a little more a little more give me something a little more terrified. Help! Help! Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's pretty good. Well, either someone's having a really good time or a really bad time. <laughs> either way, I'm going there. <laughs> oh Alrighty. no! So you're you're rushing. Um, <clears throat> you rush through the woods and you eventually uh, reach the source of the sound and you see Virik and he's fighting off this uh, enormous kind of uh, ball-shaped creatures. It's got uh, an arm and like two arms and two legs, but its mouth is like it's splitting the top of its head essentially and it's got these enormous teeth and it has uh, two eyes on one side and one eye on the other and it is currently devouring Virik. Uh, I guess I'll help him out. Alright, so what do you do? Are you going to attack or are you going to cast a spell? What do you want to do? Um, well, I've mainly been looking at the druid spells. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you have your three ranger spells. Oh yeah, so three ranger. Alright, um, first I'm going to cast a hunter's mark cool. on the strange beast. Alright. Right on. So that's your bonus action. So far, it sounds like we actually know what we're talking about. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> that's great. I mean, I know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, true, true. All right, and uh, you—that's your bonus action. You can still use an action. All right. Um, then I like kind of creep into the bushes All right. and line up a shot. All right, are you gonna take that shot? Uh, sure, I'll take that shot. Yeah. All right, perfect. So make an attack roll. A one. All right, so you fire that arrow, yeah, and it sinks into Virik's head, and you kill him. <laughs> he was he was he was already half eaten. He's dead, so you put him out of his misery, essentially. Well, I did tell him 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I put a seed <laughs> right between it, someone's eyes. Yeah, someone's eyes. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yep. You got foresight. So, uh, so Virik is as Virik is like in the maw of this thing, and like he's like hanging out the top. He's screaming. There's blood everywhere. His intestines are hanging out, and you. Uh, in later, in later reflection, you're going to say you just put him out of his misery, but yeah. in this moment, it was a fuck-up. Um, yeah. <laughs> you fire the arrow, and it sinks into Virik's head, and his screaming ceases. And then the the thing just... And just swallows him whole. And then uh, the creature kind of looks around and sees where the arrow came from, and it's going to bolt off into the woods. And you're a ranger. You, you're very versed in uh, exploration and survival. You know he's headed, headed directly towards the market square that you passed him earlier. All right. Um, quick question about Monster Slayer. Mm-hmm. Does that help? <laughs> uh, what does what does the Monster Slayer ability do? Um, the so one at level three. Like Slayer's Prey and Hunter's Sense are both third level. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, do does any of that help you in this situation? Uh, yeah, I guess it's like you gain the ability to peer at the creature. I guess like when I was looking at it, mm-hmm. um, to discern how best to hurt it. As an action, you choose one creature you see within sixty feet. You immediately learn what the creature has: any damages, immunities, oh, resistance, shit. vulnerabilities they have. If the creature is hidden from divination magic, if you sense that it has no damage, immunities, resistance, and so on. Okay, cool. So yeah, uh, when you did that, you learned it is resistant to cold, fire, and lightning damage. Okay. And it is immune to poison. Fun. Yeah, that's powerful ability. Holy crap. Yeah, that's why I chose it. Which yeah. one's that? That's uh, um, Hunter Sense. Hunter Sense. Yeah, it's part of a monster slayer. That's to know to know something's resistances is extremely advantageous. It certainly is. All right. So yeah, you know that. But in this moment, uh, that's not going to help you right yeah. now because uh, it is running towards uh, the populated area. All right. Um. So then. He'll run like directly after it. All right, perfect. Uh, and so, elves have like a sense of speed as well, right? They're decently fast. Uh, this thing to be, appears to run about as uh, fast as uh, any ranger you've seen. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah. All right. So you bolt off, bolt off after it. Um, so basically, I need you to. Uh, and I still have a hunter's mark on it, though, right? You do, you do. So uh, if you if you try to like uh, do a survival check to track it, you'll have advantage. Oh, okay. Uh, or like basically, I'm going to leave this skill up to you. What what do you want to use to catch up to it? You can use any any skill you can justify. Essentially, like you can use survival if you want to track it, athletics if you just want to book it, or like anything else you can think of. What do you want to do? Um, I'll use uh to athletics to like keep, catch up to it. Okay, so cool. maybe so, I just... uh, I'll need you to make an athletics check. And since you okay. do have a hunter's mark, I will give you advantage on that. Okay, awesome. So what's your athletics bonus and add that? Athletics is three with, um, I put like a dot beside it. That means you're proficient. Proficient, okay. Uh, that, so that means you're, it adds your strength score plus your proficiency bonus. Oh, okay. Uh, either way, I rolled like a 19. So oh, yeah, damn, okay, one. you're good. So, so um, you man- you're uh, running through the woods and you manage to catch up to this thing uh, before it actually reaches the town square. So uh, what do you do? You have it in your sights. Um, <clears throat> then, like, I also, like, now that I have it in my sights, right, and I can make an attack, there's called, do, 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 you can focus your increasing harm on it as bonus action. First time. Oh, out. yeah, that class basically gets an extra uh, free hunter's mark, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, nice. So each time that you hit that target with a weapon, it takes an extra 1d6 damage. From Perfect. So right now with what you have, you're doing an extra 2d6 damage every time you hit it. Yes. <laughs> but it, right. it also does look slightly damaged from its fight with Virek. Okay. 
Um, and then with like Hunter's Mark, like I know where to hit it where it hurts, right? Yeah, that's that, that's that's represented by the extra damage. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, for sure. So you have it in your sights. What do you want to do? All right, I'm going to shoot an arrow at it. All right, perfect. Make an attack roll. Three. <laughs> Unfortunate. So the arrow goes sailing past. It's, it's still running. All right, so I'll catch. Can I still shoot at it again? Yep, yep. But every, every, so you can keep attacking, but keep in mind every round, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's getting a little further. bit further away, and it's also getting closer to, to Town Square. All right, um, so I'll try to run. Yeah, I'll use yeah. another. Like, are you gonna? So basically, you can either use your action to dash and keep pace with it, or you can make an attack roll, which will put you a little bit behind, but also do some damage if you hit. I'll do a dash. Dash. Okay, cool. So you're you're a little bit. So you catch up to it. Yeah. So now, uh, basically, you are uh, keeping pace with it. Uh, it's still getting closer. It's a little bit hurt, but not super hurt. Uh, what do you want to do now? This, this is kind of like, this, we're not necessarily rolling initiative because uh, it's not attacking you. Yeah. But you do have, basically, we are operating in, like, rounds like we would in combat. Okay. Liam and I are just so, like, enthralled. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, like... Do a, is the plus two bonus to attack rolls with the archery bonus? Yeah, so it okay. would be dexterity plus proficiency plus two. Oh, okay. Would so be would be your attack bonus. I think that's calculated in your uh, longbow bonus right there. Okay. Yeah. What's what's your longbow bonus? Um, not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> uh, it should say um right next to longbow the number there eight. Oh, eight. Yeah. So I should so be adding that every time I. Yeah, no, yeah, it's your, but, your but, attack bonus. Yeah, but still, you were you rolled a one and a three. You're yeah, I was not gonna help anyways. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I dash up. I'm gonna shoot another arrow at it. Perfect. I'm making an attack. Fourteen plus eight. Yeah, that 22. hits. That hits. So roll your longbow damage plus the hunter's uh, mark and the uh, other uh, monster slayer ability. So you're so rolling two d six and a d eight. Yeah. Okay. I rolled essentially thirteen. Thirteen, and you always add your uh, dexterity bonus to damage as well. Oh, my dexterity. So plus four. Yeah. So that is uh, 17 damage. 17 damage. Damn. All right. Fucking boss over here, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that hurt. <laughs> that hurt it pretty good. It, that hurt it pretty good. Uh, you, the arrow sinks into its back and it kind of screeches like. <laughs> makes very weird sounds. Yeah, it, it sounds pays. like my ex girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it whirls around and is now, excuse me, focused entirely on you. So now we have to roll initiative. Okay. All right, so what'd you roll? Uh, three. Ah, he oh, rolled... Oh, wait, with a new initiative, uh, yeah. seven. Seven. So seven. that that actually brings you above him. Ha-ha. Take that, you globbly goop. All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> the globbly goop. Uh, so is, now... that, is that a slur? <laughs> I'll, that be, a I'll slur? beep it out if it is. I'll Google it after. Okay. Uh, it's so... offensive to the space people. So yeah, right. uh, it, is, it is your turn. Okay. You um... can make another attack if you want, or you can cast a spell. It's up to you. Uh... I don't look like I have any good hunter spells for that. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just going to roll another attack. Cool. So, 11 plus 8. Cool. And also, you are kind of, like, right on the edge of the forest now. Like, he was very, very close to the to the town market. Okay. People are, like, in the town market, and they saw this thing break through the trees and then whirl around with an arrow on its back. So it's, it's very, very close to civilians right now. Okay. So I think I'm going to take the shot with the arrow and then move back. All right, perfect. Woods. So, so that um, was a it, it, it was it, yeah, it was a nineteen essentially. All right, and make then, your attack roll. Two d six plus d eight. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen, nice. All right, it is very. <laughs> you almost killed it. It's very very hurt right now. Awesome. I'm still gonna back into the woods a bit to draw it away from the town. Oh, okay. right, so cool. I go like, come here, gobbledygoo. 
Come here. <laughs> uh, make make a uh, make a charisma check for me. Okay. <laughs> My charisma's very low. Uh, I rolled a fourteen. Nice. Yeah. Um, he's gonna he's gonna roll to contest that with his uh, wisdom. For me calling him. Yeah. Uh, defender sets the DC, I believe. Uh, so that means you just met the DC. He rolled a fourteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boy. All right. There you go. So yeah, he uh, he he. For a moment, he kind of looks back and kind of like tastes the air. His tongue flicks out of the mouth on the top of its head, but then decides tur- turns around and decides to attack you. So he's going to charge at you. Um, yeah, yeah. You can it can. Uh, how how far did you move back? Um, how far can I move? Back? You have you have thirty five feet of movement as a wood elf. Um, I'm going to say because I'm like walking backwards and calling it only twenty feet. Only twenty feet. Okay, cool. And it was uh, that means it can probably reach you. So it's going to run at you. <laughs> and it is going to attack you there. Should have gone for the full 35, Dan. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 21. Good golly. So that will hit, I believe. And it does... Uh, 11 damage. So it runs up. And it just kind of... It tries to just basically swallow you whole with its mouth. It like bends forward and rushes at you. And the, they don't quite like completely grapple or and swallow you or anything but like it does it get he gets your torso and like there's multiple puncture marks from the teeth uh it's your back to your turn back to my turn so i'm pretty close up to it eh yeah you're right in melee so if yeah. you attack with your bow it's going to be a disadvantage yeah for sure all right i'll attack with um two of my swords two uh, swords yeah all right two Perfect. short swords right on so that's uh, your action and your bonus action yes uh use so two if you dual weapon yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he, you're you're wielding two light weapons, right? Yeah. 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 So two short swords. Yeah, but like uh, the thing with light weapons is they do a lot less damage than heavier weapons. So like each of those does a d6, whereas like a great sword would do two d6 just in the one weapon. Right. Okay. But yeah. Okay. And keep in mind, if you hit with your second attack, uh, you don't get your dexterity to the damage. Oh. Okay. It's just the die. But anyway, I'll r- roll that attack. The first one. Um. So the first one is nine plus six is fifteen. That hits. Okay. And then I do... Then do you want me to roll again? Uh, just roll the damage first. Oh, okay. Uh, six. Nice. Uh, so this is the first stack you would add your dexterity. Oh, okay. Um, so ten. Ten. Nice. And you did about uh, 40 points of damage to it. Nice job. All right. Uh, and you all would also get your 2d6 on this attack as well, but you don't need it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so as this thing wraps its mouth around you, it's kind of got you in its jaws. You pull out your short sword, and you just plunge it right into the eyeball on the left of it. And it just kind of... <laughs> collapses and dies. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, you see... Um, you hear people saying, like, what was that? Holy fuck, what the fuck was that? And you see people, like, approaching the forest. Say, is someone out there? You okay? Just your friendly neighborhood moon door. Oh, fuck. <laughs> him again. Are you okay? What, what was that thing? I got a little nibble on me, but it was a gobbledygoo. Glob? What the fuck? What? Oh, that's that's the same thing I called it. So I just called it a gobbledygoo. Okay. That's <laughs> weird. All if right. you want to come and call it something else, feel feel free. <laughs> yeah, it's dead. It gives, his feelings won't be hurt. Um, and a bunch of civilians kind of come into the woods and, and kind of uh, circle around the dead body. And people are, like, terrified of this thing. No one, you, you even you as a monster player, you've never seen anything like this. This is, uh, actually, make me an uh, arcana or nature check. 
arcana what, or nature? Yeah, whichever one's higher for you. Um, they're both the same, but I'm more proficient in nature. Or added okay. proficiency. So, yeah, so you probably have a better nature score then. So seven plus three, um, ten. Nice. Okay, that not enough to identify what exactly it is, but it's enough to know that this is a fiend. This is something from the hells. Hmm. You have no idea how it got here, but you know it's a fiend. <laughs> <laughs> It's and a demon gobbledygook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they call Max girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so yeah, uh, people are have gathered around, and normally people people don't uh, react very well to you. Usually, one, you're an elf with a beard. That's pretty uncommon, and also you, you don't exactly know what to do in social situations, so you tend to say the wrong thing. You don't think it's the wrong thing, but everyone else does. Uh, and but people are kind of like slapping on your back and be like, "Yeah, good job, man. Nice, well done, Mundavar. This is new. <laughs> Why you hit my back? This is welcome. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is a new feeling. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ilfar comes back, uh, comes out to see the scene, and he says, "Mundavar, I'm impressed. Not, not many rangers can take down a fiend. Well, thank you. Well done, I believe." Sundari would like to speak. Would like to speak to you. Oh, sure. So please uh, come back to the hut. Oh, for sure, bud. Let's <laughs> <laughs> call a six hundred year old elf bud. Hey, bud. <laughs> Is that a What's up, of, my stump? It's one of our uh, one of our other pet names. I'm a little concerned. He hasn't told me to fuck off yet, so I don't know how he's, he's feeling. Into it, yeah. He's I'm a little it. worried. He's he doesn't have the same like angry fuck you face, which yeah. in my eyes is love. <laughs> right yeah i he was just, raised by wolves a little bit yeah so. he just kind of goes <sighs> <sighs> he leads you back to the hut and he takes you in and uh he says we're going to uh close off uh the hut and i'm going to burn some this special uh plant and uh, so then once you're alone sindari will come to you it's elf weed <laughs> oh I've had much my share of that one <laughs> so he, he shuts off the dome um, and uh, he gives you before he does that he gives you the, the plant to be burned and then he leaves alright where's the pipe no <laughs> you, just, you just gotta throw it in the fire and it's oh okay over. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a knowledge check <laughs> the room is your well, pipe once yeah, I grow this how much can I sell it <laughs> no. you're hotboxing this dome oh now I see yeah. okay so, yeah, I'm just like, well, why not try it out? Throw it into the flames. There you go. And it's not long before the entire dome is filled with smoke. You breathe it in. You start to relax. <laughs> you close your eyes and you meditate for a bit. And when you open your eyes, you are in a white void. And before you stands a woman with long silver hair, dark skin, and wearing kind of like a gown made up of all kinds of bits of nature, like twigs and leaves and moss and just anything you can think of that comes from nature. My son, Mundvar. Daddy? No, I am a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's been a while in the woods. If you don't have like fancy colors to discern it, I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's like that vine. Daddy? Do I look? <laughs> They were roommates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you know, elves in the village, dudes have long hair too. We're, we're pretty fluid there. We're all good. Oh, cool. yeah, so sorry. Um, 
You're just so casual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're 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 standing before a god. And, never mind. It's fine. You have slain a demon of the hells. Oh. Is that what we all call the gobbly groups? That was called a maw demon. Ah. Specifically. Good. Though gobbly gluk is rather funny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. Agreed. <laughs> by simple bystander standing over in the corner, just you got it, Moondor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, there's no one else in the room, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, not, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so Sindari kind of approaches you and says, "The world is falling out of balance. I have been sensing it for some time, but the tipping point is coming." It's all about the trees. I was telling the elder about that. It's not necessarily the trees. They help. But it's more the demons. They're the actual problem. And also agriculture. But that, let's not get into that right now. It's right about the trees. <laughs> the point is, I need warriors on my side. I need people to keep the balance. Yes. I, what, do you, Are you asking me to join? Yes. Oh. That was the implication. Oh, well, I mean, directness helps sometimes. But yeah, of course, I'll help you out. Yeah, yeah. This is... This is I, I want you to know the stakes, and I want you to know um, what you're agreeing to. You will no longer be a mortal. You will no longer live in this grove. You'll be coming to live with me in the court of the gods. Are there trees there? Yes. Okay. Not not where you'll be living at first, but hopefully you'll ascend to a place where there's trees. <laughs> All I want is the trees. The trees you'll, are my friends. You'll get the trees, I'm sure. Okay. You agree? Yeah, sure. I mean, have you ever seen a six-armed bear? Like, can't be anything scarier than that, right? I'm very confused. And I'm a god. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. Excellent. Um, Cool, I guess. I guess we're casual now. I haven't been casual in a very long time. But, okay, here we go. You're a god now. And she, like, touches you on the forehead and everything goes black. And we'll move on to our next... Player. Ooh. That was fun. I guess Moondor is a stoner without <laughs> realizing I just want to listen to this storytelling session. Just the it's, two of you boys. Daddy? I'm a mom. Uh, it's like it's like it's like four essentially. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Alright, cool. I rolled a uh, four. So now that we're uh, we're back in the flipping section, is I hope your tea is warmed up. And yeah. you're here pouring yourself a nice tall glass or glass mug cup. What'd you call it, boys? Mug, cup, glass, tea. Oh, I rolled the wrong guy. It depends on what you're drinking. Out of. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Drink, t- drink your Earl Grey tea out of a beer mug. You know? <laughs> it's my Sleeman's tea mug. <laughs> or if you're drinking hard iced tea, it's out of a can. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. It looks like Lucas is right. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The hull of the siren's echo creaks as it rocks back and forth. Everywhere you look, Radix Snowgaze, you see nothing but ocean. Take a moment, please, and describe your character. Radic has long as uh I was it medium to long black hair. Um uncommon for uh uncommon for drow. Um though due to his uh due to being half human has inherited some of her traits. Mm-hmm. Um pa- uh, was a very pale gray skin. Mm-hmm. Um red eyes and a number of scars among his cheek and a and a lo- number of scars along his cheeks and back. About average height for a human. All around, like uh, very rugged, um, has a little bit of a has a little bit of a of a stubble, but not but not like a beard beard. Again, a little bit of a human human tendencies kicking in. Cool, right on. 
So you take, uh, you take a deep breath, and you inhale the fresh air and the smell of the sea, and your captain, Captain Morsk, approaches. Captain. Riddick? How, how goes, how, how are you? Fine. Good. Just another great day at sea. Excellent. Have you given much more thought to our conversation earlier about the God Omen? You see, I think, I think you benefit greatly from, uh, from worshipping him. Fuck no. Why not? Radek. We've been over this time and time again. My whole life has been, a f- has been an absolute fucked up mess. And I thank gods for that. You thank them for making your life... I want nothing to do with them. Okay. All I want is to see them slowly die and decay when the world, when the world realizes they no longer need them. That is very dark. The gods help a lot of people, you know. Fate is a very powerful thing, you know. Yeah. Tell that to all the other suffering humans of this world. All the creatures, everything that lives. The gods can do so much to fix this, but they choose to do nothing. Hey, somebody pooped on the poop deck! Ah, someone cleaned up the poop on the poop deck. (laughs) (laughs) I like you guys chiming in on these one-on-ones. It's great. You know, Radek, I know know that you've had some bad luck. I know that your life hasn't been exactly a song and a dance. But perhaps if you did, if you did uh, follow one of the gods, if you had some faith, maybe that wouldn't be the case. Fuck the gods. All right, well, I guess that's that's pretty definitive right there. Uh, well, anyway, you're standing here looking at the sea. Get back, get the fuck back to work. Uh, very well. So basically, uh, your, your situation right now is you're actually on one of the few uh, completely legal jobs your ship has ever taken. Uh, you're just literally transporting rum uh, from one port to another. It's all you're doing. So uh, basically your job is to uh, kind of go around and make sure everyone uh, is doing their jobs, keeping an eye on people, making sure no one's drinking the rum, that, side, that kind of thing. Can I be the guy who just grabs one and takes a drink? <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're uh, on, the, on the main deck right yeah. now. Uh, the rum is down. And basically what the captain's telling you is to go uh, check the rum, make sure no one's like messing with it, mm. make sure everyone's working, that sort of thing. You're kind of the supervisor of the ship, essentially. Mm. So what do you do? Okay. I'm going to go down below and to make sure everything's okay, uh, everything's in order. Cool. All right. So as you uh, you head you head down the stairs into the main cargo area where all the bar- barrels of rum are, and you see two people, uh, one halfling, one dragonborn, and the halfling's kind of like prying open one of the one of the casks with a dagger. The fuck you doing? Huh? Oh, hey, hey, uh, Mr. Snowgaze. Uh, nothing. We're not doing anything. Uh, I'm not sure Captain Morsk would be too happy to see your fat ass drinking his product. Hey, hey, no need to bad shame here, man. Look, uh, sorry, like, hey, uh, how about uh, we cut you in on this? What do I just, what, let's give you a drink and then you, you forget that ever this ever happened. Do it. Can I see that? That dragonborn has a very high voice, it's weird. Can I see that bottle? It's a cask. Or, it's a big barrel. Or, well, if we're pouring it into something, then. Or wait, oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, they had a couple of little wooden cups. Right. Can I see that cup? Uh, yeah, sure. I throw it at him. Get back to work. <laughs> Make an attack roll. Just roll, just add your, add your dexterity. Let's see, six. Yeah, so you so you miss, but you, like, you throw it and it clatters against one of the barrels behind me like ducks. It's like, whoa, okay, man. Like, geez, calm down. All right, like, geez, so tense. God, fine, it's no, whatever. And they kind of mm. go their separate ways and go back to their duties. All right, so next I head back up to, uh, uh, was I head back up to the deck mm-hmm. um, just to do a check on inventory around there. 
right. um, to see how far out from harbor we are. All right, uh, make a perception check for me. Somebody um, pooped on the poop deck again. Again? God damn it. I think he stepped in it too. Nine. Nine. What was that? Nine. Nine total? Uh, no, you're saying no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, plus, sorry, what kind of? Um, perception, it's in your skill list there. Four, so that's uh, 13. 13? Oh, you just met DC. Um, so, uh, you see something move under the water. You see something kind of briefly breach the surface of the water and immediately go back down. Everybody, something's going on. Something's going down. What? What happened? What do you see? Some There's something t- t- fondling the ship. <laughs> fondling? <laughs> And as you say Can that, I join? <laughs> and as you as you say that, the ship shakes. It fe- it feels like you might have hit a reef, but it's as if the reef was moving. A lot more poop on the poop deck now. <laughs> Everyone shits themselves. I <laughs> know. <laughs> What's going on? You see one enormous tentacle just come out of the water. And slam itself down on the ship. Jesus. And you see Captain Morsk. Battle stations! Everyone! I rush towards where I rush to get my sword and head up and rally everybody up to battle positions. Alright, cool. Uh, as you're doing that, um, another tentacle comes up. And Captain Morsk looks up. Save us all. Abandon ship! And then the tentacle crushes him. You heard the man, everyone abandon. People, people start rushing around everywhere. Uh, people are panicking. There is a lot of poop on the poop deck now. Um, <laughs> uh, and people are rushing towards uh, the lifeboats. And then an enormous uh, reptilian head emerges from the water and starts just grabbing people and swallowing them. I pull out my bow and I aim. Uh, what is it? An aim for, uh, and aim for the head. All right, make an attack roll. Um, I rolled a 14, mm-hmm. then plus uh, six for my bow. And and I need to roll a uh, a d6 for dexterity. Yep. Uh, what would you roll in the attack first? Um, I rolled a 14. 14? I believe that misses. So you fire your bow, and it just bounces off the hide of this creature. And everyone is freaking out, running around like it's 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 chaos. Like people are just all over the place. They're not necessarily going for the boats. They don't know where to go. They're just freaking out and running around. I call a, a comrade on the ship over. All right. Uh, so the the um, the halfling that was stealing um, rum earlier approaches you. Uh, what what do we do? What do we do? You rally everybody together. Get them. Make sure everybody is getting to the boats. Oh, south side of a ship. There's an ex, oh, there's an ex, there's an extra few of the back. I'll hold. I'll keep this thing busy for now. Keep it busy. How are you? Okay. Whatever. Let's go, everybody! And he runs around, like, kind of rallying people, throwing things around, and, like, grabbing people and shoving them towards the lifeboats. And as, as this is happening, another tentacle comes down and just crushes the bow of the boat. I run down to, uh, I run down to, uh, the lower, um, I was it, to the lower deck, uh, grab a torch and just light that, I just light all the rum. Alright, uh, just so you know, everyone's, no one's off the ship yet. Or I, or I at least prepare to light it. Okay, go. <laughs> right on. Uh, while this is happening, the Kraken is still ripping the ship apart. There's people being thrown around, but uh, you hear a voice say, We're clear! 
Radic, where are you? I drop my torch right by, uh, right by wherever rum starts and where everything flammable on the ship is kept, and I run back up. All right, uh, so the rum and the gunpowder and everything just starts burning, and you hear this big explosion go, and the ship cracks in half. You see a tentacle kind of get burned away, and you are hit by the shock wave, and you are thrown into the ocean. Are there any uh, doors for him to hold on to? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you feel the cold sensation of the water, and you breathe in, and everything goes black for a moment. And then you're in a white void. And you see a woman standing in front of you. She is... A tiefling, so she has horns that kind of come out of the back of her head and curl down to below her ear. She has long black hair. Uh, she has paper white skin, like extremely weirdly white, and her eyes are red with no pupils. She's wearing a very colorful coat. She turns and she says, Radix Snowgaze. So you finally died. Who the fuck are you? Uh, let's not curse. My name is Iris. I've been watching you for some time now pretty name for an ugly face. Wow, that's rude. That's very rude. <laughs> I consider myself quite beautiful, actually. Uh-huh. So clearly, you have no taste. Do you know how long I've been watching over me? Probably not. You, I don't think you even knew that I was watching you. Not much to see. Oh, there's been so much to see in your life, Radic. Tell me, I know your opinion on the gods. Now you're face to face with one. Does that change anything? No. You could all just rot for all I care. Why is that? If they're... Assume you have all this power. All of these... All of these great abilities. But let you... But you still allow all of these sufferings and atrocities to happen. Oh, really? Why? You assume... Um, so much about us. For example, with your life... The suffering was completely the point. Okay... So, you just took joy in completely fucking my life up the ass? Yes. A lot. It was great fun. Well, and if I didn't hate you already? Oh. Hmm. See, you just died, is the thing. Good. But. But. I don't think I'm done with you yet. Oh, fuck and I think me. I can. I can only think of one way to make your life even more miserable. And she reaches out, and her hand kind of hovers above your head for a second. Welcome to Godhood, Radic. No! And everything goes black. Nice. Cool. That was Very fun. cool. A lot of poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of poop on that deck. Oh, no. Yeah. My DMs I'm still trying DM to grease. clean it No, up. no. The DM, we saw everything, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, all, all my notes are gone. No longer an illusion. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. That means that leaves us only one more player. With me yeah it's my time to shine everyone it is. It finally is. this has finally come for me yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I i've always wanted to be an actor <laughs> or a dancer i don't know we'll see one two should have been a bard yeah <laughs> all right so um we open outside uh the kind of an in the, uh behind a tavern in a little uh, alleyway in a small uh village uh, it's deep into the night, and you, Rogmar, 
but that's not your name right now. Um, you're standing there, just doing whatever you're doing. It's up to you. And an elderly man kind of walks by. He nods at you, waves, and he says something, but your brain doesn't really register what he says. And he continues on down. You're still standing there, and you hear a commotion. I hear it from inside the bar? You hear, the it, you hear it from where the old man just went. Okay. Um, I put out my rolled cigarette. Oh, yeah? I throw it to the ground, and I step on it, and I run towards the sound. Uh, you kind of uh, turn a corner, and you see this man um, with his, his face is covered with a bandana. He's got a hood up. He's wearing a lot of really uh, ratty clothes with some leather armor, and he's got a dagger, and he's pointing at the old man. He's like, I know you got money. Give it to me. Okay, I want to... I'm sorry. I'll do the I'll do the voice. <laughs> I sneak up behind him. All right. Make a stealth check. Thirteen plus five. So eighteen. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, he's gonna roll perception. No, he did not succeed. I did not. He did not. Oh, okay. No. So you successfully sneak up behind him. Okay. I'm gonna grab the top of his head, mm-hmm. and I have I have a great sword, but um, you know what? Uh, do I have a dagger by any chance? Do I? Oh, yeah, I'm sure you have a dagger. Okay, so I pull up my dagger and I put it against his throat. All right. Whoa! Hey! Hey! Hey, hey buddy! <laughs> this isn't what it looks like, I promise. What does it look like? I don't know. Uh, I'm helping an old man get home. To me, it looks like this escort mission has come to an end. <laughs> uh, sure. I don't, I don't know what that means, but, like, I'll, I'll leave, man. Don't worry about it. What'd you take from him? Did you take anything? Not that I didn't take nothing. I look at the old man. Did he, he take anything from you? He took my purse. Your your purse? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Give him his purse back. All right, my like, man. Can you can you let up on the knife a little bit? No, I I push it in slightly more. <laughs> okay, Jesus. Okay, okay, okay. He hands over the little sack of little gold coins. To okay. The man. I remove the dagger and I kick him in the back of the knee. Yeah. And I say. If I see you around again, it'll go deeper. Okay, 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 man. Calm down. All right, I'm out of here. And he takes off. All right. The old man looks. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I've seen you around. You're a well-known man in this area, aren't you? To some. Some. Very well. Thank you. I. Uh, if anyone uh, is in need of help, I'll let them know that you are available. It'd be a great pleasure. You can find my advertisements on the town board. Oh, that's that's where I've seen you before. Yeah, probably. Excellent. Thank you very much, sir. And he wanders off. And the next little bit of time is kind of static for you. You don't really remember anything specific. You don't really see anything. But you have a general feeling of contentment. And you kind of catch the occasional whiff of, like, alcohol and, and stuff like that. And suddenly you are in the middle of a tavern. And everyone's raising their glasses in a toast. Uh, they're clinking them around together. Everyone, it's a very happy atmosphere. People are celebrating something. You're not, don't, not entirely sure what. Um, you have your arm around someone, but you don't really remember who or what they were to you or anything. Uh, the mayor of the town is leading the toast when the doors suddenly fly open. And this figure walks in flanked by two other figures in black armor. His main figure in the middle is wearing these golden robes and his face is partially decomposed. Like the top half and the left of his face are all human, if a little pale, 
but then there's a big chunk of flesh missing from his uh, from the right side of his face. The room goal goes ice cold, and every source of flame, the candles, the lanterns, everything just go out instantly. And the scent of rotted flesh wafts in. This figure looks around. Good evening, everyone. I would like to inform you all that you all belong to me. And I intend to take a sacrifice every month from your village. Unfortunately, you have no say in this. But I will allow you to choose who. Who will be your first sacrifice? And uh, a gentleman steps forward. He's in plate armor. Um, you know, you remember him as the bailiff of the town. Like, he's sort of the head guard. Right. And he says, uh, Who the fuck are you? What right have you? And then suddenly he just disintegrates. He turns to dust. And you look back at the, the half partially decomposed figure. He has his finger outstretched. He looks around. Please. No funny business. Let's make this easy. I will make the choice. And he just reaches out and grabs a random peasant from the room and starts to leave. Okay. Uh, as he grabs the peasant, mm-hmm. I'd like to... I'd like to stand up with my longbow mm-hmm. and aim it, aim it at him. Okay, make an attack roll. Okay, if you're attacking, are you are you just aiming or just? Are you um, I'm gonna aim first. Okay, and I'm gonna yell. Um, I'm gonna yell at him. I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna say, um, let him go. Or oh, let me do that again. Let him go. <laughs> Perfect. Not great. Not a great voice, right? Yeah. The, right. The, the, I'm just gonna do it like me. Yeah. Okay, I, re- I wasn't gonna do that. Somehow. I'm just gonna do it like me. Let him go. He turns. Cute. He stares at you. Make a wisdom saving throw. 18 plus 3. Oh, shit. 22. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, you feel your muscles, like, instantaneously lock up. Like, you were suddenly paralyzed, but you managed to force your way through it. And you're not paralyzed. Okay. And he looks at you. Impressive. Not bad. I'll be back for you. Okay. As he's going, I want to fire. Okay. Make an attack roll. <laughs> yeah, so, nope, not great. So I got a nine. Nine. A nine? All right, so you fire your uh, longbow, uh, and the arrow sails through the air, and he raises his hand, and the arrow stops mid-flight and clatters to the ground. Okay. Okay, uh, are they walking fast, as far as I can remember? He's, he's kind of, uh, he's... Determinate? He's walking with de- determination? He's kind of, uh, he's kind of uh, very curious about you. He's just kind of looking at you, kind of studying you. Okay. I want to catch. I want to try and catch up to him and try and okay. and wrestle the the person away. Okay, one of the figures in black armor is going to step in between you. Okay. Um, can I try and shove him to try and get past him? Yeah, make a uh, athletics check. I got. I got. I got an eight. I got a uh, eighteen. Okay, so <laughs> so I don't make it past him. No, no, no. He puts out his hand and blocks you, and he looks looks down. This. It's not the way we do things. Okay, uh, maybe from where you're from, but here we like to wrestle. <laughs> Are you gonna try to? I'm gonna him? try and grapple him. I'm okay, gonna try and take him down. Make another attack. Another athletics roll. An eleven. Eleven. All right, I got a ten. Oh. Ah. Yeah. So you beat him. So you managed to uh, kind of get into a little headlock. 
And then uh, on his turn, he's going to reach up. He's going to grab your arm. I need to make you. I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, you just succeeded. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you feel you, you're rolling too good on these saving throws. <laughs> um, so you feel him grab your arm, and you, f- for a moment, you see fire all around you. you. For a moment, you are not where you were standing. You're in a place of fire, but the flash ends and you're back home with this guy in a headlock. Okay. Can I, I want to yell out to the, the, uh, the man with the, with the hostage, Mm -hmm. um, the, the half dead man. And I say, if you get a hostage, we get a hostage or you get a sacrifice. We get a sacrifice. He turns back. (laughs) Good luck. And he leaves. Okay. Um, I kind of look down at the guy in my arms, and I'm like, all right, you're, you're not worth it. And I throw him to the ground, and I chase after. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, so the next bit of your memory, again, is, is gone. You remember feeling panicked. You remember feeling distressed. You remember being extremely tired and hurt. Uh, but you don't remember what happens next. Uh, next, uh, The next you hear, the next you remember, you are in front of Town Hall. Uh, in a crowd of people with torches and pitchforks shouting. Uh, the mayor is standing on the balcony of the townhouse trying to calm everybody down, but people are screaming. People are very, very angry. You are angry. But you're not entirely sure what's going on when someone taps you on the shoulder. Okay. Uh, I'll turn around and I'll look at them. Hey, uh, you're the guy in the flyer, right? Uh, the one and only. Excellent. You, you up for a fight? I mean, that's what the flyer says. Perfect. That is exactly what the player says. You're right. I know. I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna. You know that. You know that fuck that came and took that girl. Mm-hmm. We're gonna fuck him up. You win. Always. Perfect. I got a group of guys and uh, or other and other folk. We're uh. We're gonna take him down. You ready? As ever. Perfect. And the next uh, again, your memory cuts out, goes all staticky, and you smell sweat and blood. And you remember exerting yourself beyond your usual uh, capabilities. You get flashes of dead bodies that are walking and skeletons that are somehow remaining together despite not having any flesh or muscles. You remember crutching them and cutting these bodies apart and approaching this enormous uh, castle. And then when your memory comes back in full, you're standing in front of this door inside the castle with uh, about nine other people including the gentleman that uh, recruited you to this mission, essentially. Everyone's just covered in gore and blood, and it's not a good time, essentially. But uh, everyone looks at each other. Ready? Ready. Good. And he just boots in the door, and you enter this grand hall, and you see that half-dead man on a throne on the other side of the this, this throne room. Uh, again, flanked by these two people in black armor. And uh, he looks looks down at everybody. You are being very troublesome. I was hoping to keep you alive for some, for a little bit longer, but it appears that is no longer the choice. Okay, I would like to approach him, not All right. not, not angrily, not, not aggressively, okay. not aggressively. Okay, stern. Mm-hmm. I have a long sword in one. In, well, I guess I'd be double like. Yeah, yeah, you got your great sword out. Yeah, and I'm holding on to it, and I approach him, and I say, "Hey, fuckface." Where's the girl? She's dead. Long dead. Well then, 
I guess we have more trouble than you were prepared for. <laughs> Roll initiative. Uh, 17. Uh, I got 17 as well. What's your dexterity modifier? Plus three. Plus three. Plus three. Uh, so is mine, so we gotta roll again. Okay. 21. You were rolling like fire, but I got a 24. Oh, uh. <laughs> or sorry, 22. Okay. So just be you. Um, everybody on your team is gonna charge. And the man is gonna stand up, he's gonna point his finger, he's gonna utter a word, and that man who rec- recruited you drops dead. No fanfare, nothing, no visual, nothing, no visual cues or anything, he just drops dead. Just right there, like how far, like in front of me? Uh, kind of right behind you. You okay. hear you hear him fall to the ground. You look back, and he's cold immediately. Okay. All right, your turn. My turn. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to turn back um, with my sword in hand, and I'm going to try and rush him as fast as I can. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I'd say I'd say you were able to reach him. Make okay. an attack roll. I, yeah. This is plus my, my attack bonus? Sorry? Yeah. 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 So, uh, 22. 22? Yeah. Nice. Uh... Right? 16 plus 6? That's twenty-two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So as you learn throughout this uh, this uh, podcast, you know, I'm not good at math. So. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so you rush up. Rogmar's also not good at math. Yeah. You but. rush up and you swing your greatsword at him, and he raises his hand, and you can feel uh, this magical barrier appear and kind of slow your weapon down, but you push and you break through it, and your sword cuts into him, and uh, roll your damage. Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. So you, you kind of carve another piece of flesh away from his neck. <sighs> Don't be a problem. Otherwise, we'll have to take care of you like that other one. And he points to your dead friend. In the meantime, how about you watch the rest of your friends burn? Again, outstretches his hand. A little green bead of energy extends from his fingertip and flies into the center of your friends. And <laughs> fire just expands, and they all have been incinerated. Um... No! <laughs> uh, I'm gonna... So, I'm gonna try and get into a position where I can slash at his arm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so are you making a called shot at his arm? I'm gonna try, yeah. Okay, so you're gonna roll at disadvantage. And you do at least 10 damage. Okay. I still roll a d20 though, right? Yeah. 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 20. Uh, we have to roll again because disadvantage. Okay. Not, uh, 6. So, unfortunately not, no. I take the, the 6. Yeah, you take the lower because you were disadvantaged. Well, fuck me. <laughs> okay. So you swing at his arm, and again, that ma- magical bear gets in the way, and your sword glances off. Okay. And it is his turn. Yes. Um, he's just going to look at you. You know, in this game, I'm no longer interested in playing it. And he just touches you on the forehead, and you have to make a constitution saving throw. Fifteen. Fifteen? That is a fail. Just give me one sec. I, just need to I was going to assume anything less than 20 would probably <laughs> fail in, in, this, in this situation. Yeah, you're, you're, you're fighting right now a CR21 monster. For those, for those at home listening, this is a lich if you didn't figure it out. A lich. A lich. More like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or a vavavitch. The vavavitch. The vavavitch. Itch, Come on, guys. I'm sensitive about my eczema. God. Dan's an itchy bitch. There you go. That's what, they right. sh- that's what they should call eczema moving forward. They should call it itchy bitch syndrome. <laughs> I mean, that's what I call it all the time. Yeah. It's like, itchy motherfucker. Here, it's your itch bitch. <laughs> Bitchy itch. All right. All right. So I have to roll 78. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Should We should try and get the, the sound of this. Yeah. Is that close? Is that what it sounds like? Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that, sure. Yeah. Uh, 
I have a bag of dice here, and I'm searching for D8s. Honestly, Lucas's bag of dice is bigger than most bags of dice. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a plastic bag full of garbage. I mean, dice. <laughs> wow, okay. Did you like some of my D8? Uh, let me see how many I have. Currently, I, I mean, I have more, but currently I have five. Two. Perfect. That's seven. Six. Seven, eight. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm, I'm a little uh, scared right now, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. Was that the lich or is that you? Both. <laughs> and you take a grand total of 57 points of necrotic damage. Yeah, I think that kills me. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you feel all of the moisture in your body just get ripped away from you. You feel yourself die immediately, but somehow you're still partially conscious in your body. Right. But in my in my physical body. Yes. Okay. You you are you know you are dead, but somehow still still partially conscious. Except every little bit that was you has essentially been stripped away. Now the only thing that you feel is the desire to eat human flesh. Ugh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this man... I didn't know I was a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> you you are a zombie now. That that is what just happened. Wow. You were killed by the spell finger of death, which instantly turns you into a zombie. Huh. Um and the only two things you know is you are hungry and this man in front of you is is your master. Can we go hang out in my shed and play video games? <laughs> no. Okay. No. no, you just want some KFB. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky fried brains. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. It's, Perfect. It's finger um, neurons good. And again, your your memory fades out completely and utterly. For for uh, you only remember that desire to feed. You remember the joy of feeding. You can taste blood. You can taste flesh, and it is euphoric. And you time becomes kind of a nebulous concept. You don't know how much time is passing. You don't know. Uh, how old you are, you don't know anything, essentially, except for the desire to feed and the desire to serve uh, this master. And then suddenly you're standing in some field and there's a figure standing in front of you with green hair pulled back into a bun, blue skin, wearing simple, simple leather armor. And they look at you and say, I'm sorry this took so long. And grabs you by the shoulder and suddenly... You don't have a physical form anymore. You're finally free of this dead corpse. But now you don't have any body. And this figure standing right in front of you. Sorry again about how that took so long. Did, did you find it? Found what? what? The, the flag... You didn't, you didn't see it? You didn't find it? No. I don't know if you can hear that. No. <laughs> it was a little quiet. But there you go. Do you, do you recognize me? I don't recognize anything. What is this? Where am I? Fuck. Shit. I feel... I feel light. Uh, yeah, but heavy. Um, uh, you are uh, currently just a soul. You don't have a body right now. Don't, we're we're going to get you a new body. Don't oh. worry. But but what but what happened? Uh, the, the, the lich, uh, Praxis, killed you. Oh, it's, it's so foggy. I... I, I I don't know. I'm having a hard time gathering my thoughts. Do I have thoughts? Uh, uh, obviously, you're speaking. I just... My, my name's Roach. Okay? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a god. 
you knew that once, but apparently not anymore. Um, we made an agreement. Um, you were going to go, uh, when you were in your zombie form, essentially, you were going to find uh, the Lich's phylactery for me. And But apparently you don't remember any of that. And it's I can't put you back anymore. It's too late. That, that body's gone. Fuck. Shit. Is there a rental? <laughs> <laughs> we have we have a body for you. Uh, and uh, suddenly this stone and this figure made of stone and metal appears before you. Uh, this is your new body. This is this is the best we could do. I couldn't get anything made out of actual like living flesh because that's uh, a little bit uh, fucked up. A little gross. Yeah, exactly. You get it. Um, but. Uh, I guess we're going to have to find a new way. You know, there, there might be ways to restore your memory, actually. Uh, there, I, I, I'm on the brink of uh, discovering new spells that, that, that could help. I don't know. But for now, um, for now, what, what we're going to do is we're going to ascend you. You're going to become, become a god. A god? A god. That's right, like me. Not as powerful as me. Oh, but that's maybe, disappointing. Maybe someday you will be done. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> uh... But yeah, um... Will I... Will I be able to remember in the vessel? I don't think so. Well, the, that's time, the tits, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, it is. Unfortunately, it seems your time um, as a zombie has kind of destroyed your... Kind of destroyed your brain in a lot of ways, mm. I guess. Eating so many of them, probably. I don't want to hear about that, Blended memories. Oh, gross. Yeah. Okay. Was that your favorite type of brain? <laughs> <laughs> no, deep fried. Oh, finger KFB. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay. Um, interesting. This did not go the way I wanted it to, but uh, we'll deal with that later. For now, they reach out. You're a god. And touches you on the head, and then goes to black. Cool. And then all of you wake up in this marble room essentially this room completely made out of marble pillars are like inlaid with gold any cat's eyes in here like no. mar marble <laughs> different kind of marble different so, kind of marble yeah. yeah this room is absolutely beautiful you're all just standing in the center of it and there's uh this man standing in front of you with long golden hair uh he looks out to you welcome to the court of the gods that's where we'll end that episode. Right on. All cool. Right. All right. I'm glad. I, I'm pretty sure. No, 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 no. Liam was about to hit the button. Oh, yeah, oh boy. Good. That would have been oh. disastrous. Not the button. No. No. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I assume like in the next couple episodes, there'll be more of a interplay between the three yeah. of us. Right? Yeah. 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 This, this yeah. was this was the like kind of the establishment of the arc and uh, the world and like you guys and how you came to godhood. Right. Should we should we go over real quick? Just fast say who we're playing or Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh oh I missed a moment uh, with you. Hold oh. on. Let's, go, let's rewind, rewind a little bit. Uh and Roach is standing before you again. Uh but you're uh in this new body, you're gonna need a name. Any ideas? A name. A name. And a, and an idea does come to you. You're not sure where it comes from. It's odd. I I feel inclined and attached to Rogmar. Hellmash. Cool. Sounds good, yeah. Do that. Okay. I, I like it. I sound like a rock star. Damn. Cool, man. Right on. <laughs> okay. And then do they tap me on the forehead again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then <laughs> sucked. 
Yeah. I'm gone. It's like, <laughs> that's what I imagine yeah. it sounds like when I get put in a new body. Just It's more like the Janet ding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 For those of you that don't listen to the Thundercast, Lucas and our big friends is a good place. It's true. Yeah. Oh, man. I was so getting to talk about. Yeah. I was getting yeah. a lot of a lot of uh, flashbacks in there yeah. with, when you were fucking with Liam there. I was, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. So, um right on yeah should yeah. we should we nice just job. say who we're playing then real yeah let's quick? go around christian yeah. i am playing rogmar hellmash who should we say the, the go for it say everything all right rogmar hellmash is a fighter cleric he is a battlemaster fighter and a tempest cleric um he uh, originally was a was a criminal but that much i do not know outside of that i know very minimal about my life and uh, I am flawed by a pretty face. Always, always flawed go. by a pretty face. Yeah, you don't have to go through the whole case. Oh, that's shit. all I'm doing. Yeah. That's it. That's all. I just want to, you know. My strength is this. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that'll come up as we go. All right. And I'm Liam, and, I play, uh, and I'm playing as uh, Radix Snowgaze. Um, I'm a half, uh, a half drow. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other words, a, do- a dark elf. My whole background was that I was um, essentially uh, born. Uh, yeah, you it? don't have to go through everything about your background because you want to leave some of it mm-hmm. right? For the audience. Uh, long story short, uh, growing up as an outcast and uh, becoming a, uh, uh, was it going through being as far as a slave to a to a pirate? Mm-hmm. Um, I've uh, and your your classes? Uh, my classes are uh, rogue and pa- uh, rogue paladin. Excellent. Right on. And I'm Moondor. 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 I kept saying Moondwar. Moondwar. <laughs> no, I, I was totally inspired by it. Like, Holdor. Oh, oh yeah, I see. Yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> All the light bulbs pop. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a night elf. Is it night elf? Uh, wood elf. Wood elf. I'm a wood elf. Yeah, you can play. I swear, I'm just happy to see you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a ranger as a monster slayer, and then as a druid. Well, I mean, yeah, I've yeah. already said it already. Yeah, y'all. it's all good. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah you, can, you can say your self-class. Oh, okay. Um, Circle of the New Moon. So yeah. that should be yeah. a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. Or Circle of the Moon, but yeah. Circle of the Moon. Yeah. And, and who are you? I'm Lucas. I'm a I'm the Thundermaster. I played everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. I can't wait for the next one. Right on. Right Thanks on. for listening, everybody. If you if you enjoyed this show, I uh, if you rate us uh, five out of five on iTunes, that'd be extremely helpful for us. Yeah. Give us a follow on Spotify. Yeah. That really helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we are on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. Facebook and Instagram, we're just we're Thunder Lizard Collective, and on Twitter, we're at Thunder Lizard OG. It looks like Thunder Thunder Lizard Og. Thunder Lizard Og. But there just yeah, Thunder Lizard OG, and that's where you'll find all our all our, our ramblings, ravings, and postings. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, share the show with your friends. Force them to listen to it, or punch them in the face. Otherwise, yeah. yeah. If you if you got some strangers you want to plug it to on the street too, that would be really helpful. Yeah, exactly. And also, if you enjoyed the show, uh, you might also enjoy our other podcast where me, uh, Christian, and Liam talk about movies called the Thundercast. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Thank we you. Have, we have a theme. You know, it's wild. I'm getting wicked deja vu right now. I feel like this fucking happened once. Yeah, it's the trip me out. Yeah, when when like, when you I'm said like, when you said KFB, magic. I had a major major case of deja vu for some reason. Oh yeah, I like I like felt like I was in, in I, this I exact like situation before. To say it. Yeah, like, I felt like it was <laughs> just it was yeah. meant to be. Yeah, meant to be. yeah. Anyway, yes. the, deja vu and everything. I hope you enjoyed the cast. Yeah, my name is Lucas. My name is Christian. I'm Liam. Dan. Yar. I'm still cleaning up the poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great place to end it. <laughs>